Hi, I'm Keegan, and this is A Bunch of Gamers. This is our 91st episode of Werewolf the Apocalypse, 20th Anniversary Edition. Return to the Cyber Realm. I'm going to go around and have my players introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Sam. I play Korra. She's an Aruna in the Geta Fenris. I'm Tyler, and I play Kyle, also known as Guards the Low. He's a Philodox of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Adam. I play Mark Guides the Fallen, and he's a third of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm George. I'm playing Roy Mindscape. He is a Ragabosh with the Stargazers. Hi, I'm Sean. I play Zeb, Speaks in Sweet Whispers. He is a Theurge of the Silent Striders. Hello, my name's Thomas. I play Dimitri Howells in Memory, Lupus Galliard of the Bone Nars. Last time, reconvening at the Sept of the Steel Mountain, the Pax opened up and spoke of the various voices they all heard in their head, realizing that corruption had found them and that likely the urge worms began to crawl within their souls. Still, there was work to do, as the Steel Mountain may have been infested with another member of the Triad, as the Cyberdogs continued to bring the Sept closer and closer to the Weaver. Moving together, speaking to spirits and various Garu of the Glasswalkers who were not part of the Cyberdogs, the Packs were able to obtain several fetish IDs these fetishes would allow the packs to move through the cyber realm unmolested. Though, one problem still remained. Three cyber dogs guarded the entranceway to the cyber realm hidden within the sept itself to their umbral databanks. As night approaches so that Korra's Nick Spangle could work for Mark, the packs get ready to walk through and enter the cyber realm. You begin moving towards the server room in the Umbra as you open it up and once again as you start moving through the great server room as the servers grow taller and taller and taller becoming buildings that loom before you. You see various geometric shapes moving and seeming to patrol this area in groups of uh, four. Can I get a perception alertness from the highest pool of each pack. So, for Maury's Bane, you all notice the cyber dogs in the area. The cyber dogs seem to be moving in groups to where they are easily able to potentially spot or to help each other out or call out to each other in ways to prevent anyone from sneaking by all of them. One of them has a slightly longer than their organic arm mechanical arm as well as what seems to be circuitry running through their body you can see it glow underneath the fur of their crinos form the other one seems to have mechanical eyes that seem to open up and have screens that move across it you can even catch the eyes from this far back uh as well as, once again, other kind of circuitry running through their body. The last one is a Krynos with absolutely zero body hair. And you notice that it's got also some kind of patchy sets of circuitry, as well as what appear to be almost like zippers along the body. Um, I guess we'll pass on the information and try to figure out how to get past them from... Because... Like we said earlier, we can't harm them. So, so you might be able to find a path 
that at least allows you to deal with them one at a time, but that will require either an intelligence leadership role, diff seven, or an intelligence brawl or intelligence melee role at diff nine, based on pure instinct. Roy, Kyle, and Zeb, you notice that there is a way to weave and deal initially with the one with the oversized arm first. However, this will require you to, just in the assumption you're facing north, you'll have to take a western sweep around several of the buildings and then approach from the west to deal with this Garu, however you choose, if you wanna deal with him by yourselves. The only issue you can see is that this will bring you into a potential clash or conflict with several of the geometric spirits, if you want to do that. Korra, you believe that the best route is actually to just come up from, go north and come up from the south. That will allow you to get in a way to this Garu. Now this will also take you by two rather large uh, yellow and white and black spider spirits that seem to have a network of electrons shooting through the webs also uh, along the path. But this also means that you can use the building to the northeast to block line of sight from the other two. That is your assessment of the situation. So because we have three people with legitimate IDs to themselves, couldn't we just have them distract this one guardian while the three of us sneak that don't have the legitimate to us IDs? Mm, try that. You can, you can do a whole lot. Not going to tell you if it works until you try it. Well, I kind of thought that was the plan, right? We have three people with legit stuff. So when it comes to the other, the, the, the other for the three of us, like I'm going to have to stealth by these guys. You're going to use the bangle and, and Roy's going to use his ragabash powers and, uh, we're gonna hope that the, the you know the three falsely documented scum <laughs> can get by, while the other three properly documented scum um, access this place normally, right? But the the risk is you get you get found out. But that's that was the plan. Alrighty, cool. So because the ID cards are a fetish, you may wish to attune those now. Yes. So the ID card is attuned. Uh, one last thing: anyone with more than two occult may make an intelligence occult roll now. All right. What's the dip on the into cult roll? We're going to go seven. All right. All of you guys have um, put together that those spirits of geom geometric shapes are what, a what are commonly referred to as attack geomids. They are sometimes known as the frontline attacks of the Weaver. Many of you have dealt with them in the past. However, because these things don't have eyes, only scanners, and they are in your path, they would likely accept your ID cards at face value, regardless if the ID card is actually yours or not, which may be helpful given that these spirits would likely raise the alarm if anyone was caught sneaking by them on your path. We'll relay this information to the other pack members. I don't know. I don't know if I can maybe get, either get a roll or, or I would just know. Does it matter what form? What do you, uh, 
with the card they would likely prefer Hamid form sure as many of the ephemera that exist in the cyber realm are designed to be so human the delirium can affect them sure okay got it we should give this a try then probably no sneaky with this information then so do we want to test if this is a thing first or do we want to see if one of the actual ids can go well to be clear though like the the plan would be to walk past the geometric spirits show them all our ids and then people would be sneaking the three that or the two i'm sorry that don't have legitimate ids that aren't using ragabash gifts right like is that's a possibility in this setup yes that is that is correct all right so as you start approaching the spirits kind of shift and go from like ovals to uh, three-dimensional hexagons to diamonds as they look at you as you hold out your cards and these spirits scan them as they shift back down to their oval-like shape and pass you by unharmed. As you start approaching and you see the cyber dog with the elongated metal arm walking and looking around as you see him pull up his arm as a small computer screen rises up and he begins to tap at it as you see several what appear to be like almost flying cybernetic eyes move around in an intricate pattern as it seems to be giving him eyes eyes all around well uh if if everyone without the legit ids is ready um i think those of us with will approach you know openly and Okay. Semi-loudly. <laughs> as you start to approach, you see him see you on his little screens as he turns, and you see his entire arm turn into a gun that's large enough for a Krynos to wield. Who goes there? I, I am Kyle, guards the low, and I have an ID. Present it. Slowly. Kyle will slowly bring up his ID. As he begins to scan it and look at, look at it. That looks legitimate. Very well. Are there others with you? Uh, yes. Yes, there are. And may I wave them forward? Yes. Come out. Slowly. Coral will slowly walk out with her ID presented. And Dimitri will come out with his ID ready. Starts to scan the ID as you see the face grow more and more grave. Points the gun at Dimitri and goes, This one at least makes some amount of sense. What does a child of Gaia and a dead of Fenris want in the cyber realm? It's unlike your tribes. Unlike them to get an ID card as well. Well, in my opinion, if the children of Gaia preach unity, we should understand all of the tribes. And that includes the cyber realm. You see them kind of nod as he sees Roy kind of hanging back. And that one? So I'm going to go ahead and use Liar's Face if that's not already clear. So craft craft the truth, and then I believe there's a roll for Liar's Face. Ah, you must do... So you have to spend a point of willpower and roll Charisma Subterfuge, Diff 7. Once you've stated what your truth that you want them to take as a lie is. Ah, uh, you got me. This is who I am. I just can't shapeshift right now. Alright, and so you succeed in the go. Alright, you can shapeshift. Go ahead. Alright, so I will need stealth rolls. Woo! 
All right, so you're able to sneak by. Zeb? I'm gonna spend a rage to insta-shift to Lupus, and I'll use um, Silence the Gift, and for the gift-related, use the three dice from Owl as a totem. What's the stealth, is the, is the difficulty different for this stealth roll for me? Uh, it will go down after you activate Silence, I believe. Okay, well, uh, Silence is automatic, so I just activate it. And then, okay, yeah, then the yeah, so yeah, it's a diff six, and then I think Silence reduces the difficulty by one or two. All right, so Zeb, you're able to sneak by spectacularly as well. As, oh, as y'all move through, I'll it shift is... back to Hamid, like knowing that I'm gonna have to shift to, to Lupus to sneak by real people being Hamid okay. for the, the spirits. Makes sense. All right, so as you continue on, Zeb, thanks to your little your slightly higher roll on noticing. You and Roy notice the next one, and you notice that the best path to reach this one actually is to continue along west, go north, or go east, I'm sorry, go east, north, and then actually swing back around one of the buildings and come back going north to move around some of the buildings. And that'll be the best way. So that was that is the path you noticed. Yeah, basically kind of a U, like a, a J shape almost. Yeah. Okay. All right, how do you guys want to deal with this one? Mark's going to try to stick to the shadows as best as he can with this while just trailing uh, the, uh, the pack members that have the okay to be here. All right, something similar then. As you guys move out and you see her eyes, in Krynos form, she's actually fairly thin wispy almost comparatively likely she she's the smallest acrinus could possibly be basically in terms of muscle mass as she turns her eyes start to glow and she goes who's there before you see the circuitry on her body suddenly expand and you see her muscles grow out as she's almost as big as cora is muscular wise as you see coursing nanites crawling through her fur and piercing into the skin to enhance her musculature. Kyle will put his hands up with the ID in one of them. I'm Kyle, guards the low. As she takes the card, looks, grabs Cora's, looks, nods. That Dimitri is going to show his ID. And she, she looks, she scans, she looks at Dimitri. Dimitri, you don't even need to roll empathy. You get this sense of just pure disdain from her. Here you go. Enjoy your stay, Feral. I'll be sure to. What's your rage, Dimitri? Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> oh, bad news. It's a six temporary. Six temporary? It is a gibbous moon, which means it is diff five. Oh, there you go. Woo! As you're able to keep your cool, Dimitri, but you do feel incredibly annoyed. She then turns to Roy. And him? What do you mean? This is me. As she goes. Fine, fine, I get it. <sighs> my eye, I'll need to get my eyes calibrated. Go ahead. Alright, so we'll get the stealth checks from you gents then. She's doubly distracted, so the difficulty... The base difficulty is five, thanks to 
Roy making her question her very eyes, which are robotic. All right, Mark, Zeb, you're able to sneak by with flying colors. Roy, you're the last one to have the final kind of understanding. You see that there are patrols to the east and the west, and rather than having to show your ID card to them, the best way forward is simply north. That will get you to this, excuse me, this last Garu without having to confront all three or any additional spirits who guard the entryway to the cyber realm. I'll go ahead and pass along the information and make a gesture forward as in after somebody else. As you make the gesture forward, the guru in question has a bound AK-47, which has grown to fit Krino's hands as they turn and look at you as you see mechanical bits go down their arms, increasing their dexterity, allowing them to shoot with razor precision. Cora, like, hold up her card, like, <laughs> Cora, two hearts, multipass. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Dimitri's gonna show his ID again. Cora, two hearts, been shot too many times. Looks over all your ID cards, starts looking around, looks at Dimitri. I can understand why a mule like me would go. Odd to see a feral. Good to see that you've seen the light. Hopefully you'll learn much. It's good to expand one's mind. I've always known that our fellow- fellow- As he looks at the rest of you and gives a sneer. Ura would be able to understand the cyber realm. Puts a hand on Dimitri's shoulder. Yes, I'm, I'm hoping to learn more about the Weaver and the One Song. Really? The One Song? I don't care much about trying to get connected to the One Song, but the Weaver is important. Philosophically so, especially given how much the other tribes get her wrong. Well, hopefully I can get it right and spread the word. That would be perfect, especially from a lupus such as yourself. Ah, one more- As they turn and they, they swing the gun just gently over your head, <laughs> and start pointing it at Roy. Whoa. I've been given explicit instructions not to be here. Okay. Liar's face. Yeah, so you're supposed to be here. And you spent the willpower as they go. Who sent you? Blood of the machine. Actually, she gave me her card. All right. Go ahead. Manipulation subterfuge. It's going to be diff eight. But, well, it's not, gotta, uh... but it's not impossible. Blood of the machine, huh? Very well. Interesting. Well, go on ahead. And finally, the last two. Will you do a pirouette too with that? Or... Yeah, God <laughs> damn. <laughs> a little back. Like... He was there for that conversation the entire time. No one even noticed him. Yeah. <laughs> as you all pass through, get there, as you get to this huge elevator that seems to be going to the heavens, as it gives off a brilliant neon blue buzz as you all step in and the doors close automatically and you feel yourselves rising up as you feel existence itself being left behind as you are in the space between worlds you have a few moments to converse and plan if necessary we have any idea where to look or exactly what we're looking for even information in this realm could be a being that travels not a damn clue we're looking for their information, so assuming it's marked by them in some way, that's a part. 
but where? We could try our luck at the market again. Maybe information broking is a thing? Well, I, that's definitely an idea, and I, I don't think we should discount it. But if it's anything like other organized data, there's an index. So there's probably somewhere we can easily look up the different places we should go for different kinds of information. It might be hard for us to comprehend, since there's so much information, but there should be something. Well, it's a good start. Hopefully it'll be go fast. I'm already starting to feel uncomfortable here. Alright, so to make this clear, we're either going to look for a terminal to try to get this information, or we're going to try to broker for it and see where it might be, yeah? Seems like it. As you get to the top of the elevator, you see it opens and you see the great neon city skyscrapers going miles into the sky. Neon lights of blue, red, yellow, green, flashing various advertisements, new technologies, things like that. As you see five great spider spirits there, machine guns hanging from their hands as they look and go, Present ID cards. We'll go ahead and present ID. As you all present... The scan goes as the eyes turn to Mark, Zeb, and Roy. Welcome back. Be mindful of your guests, for that may change your standing within the city. Remember, only you three are allowed in uptown. You three. Non-glass offers are restricted to downtown. Old town and uptown are restricted access. All violations will be met with removal of juice and throwing into the pit. Understood. Welcome to the Cyber Realm. Welcome to Spider City. As they part ways, and this part of the city is completely different than the one you entered. As you see flying cars, hoverboards, you see mag trains shooting off in the distance as these human-like creatures are walking around, some with cybernetic enhancements upon their bodies. As you see plants growing out, they feel solid to the touch until they phase out of existence and reform with a holographic image. In the distance, you see three men dressed strangely in almost like space age technology. As you hear one go, come on, engineers, we got to go to, we've got to get to the computer realm first. I heard one of those spirits say something about a computer realm. Maybe we should trail them or maybe I'm just out of my, out of my place here. I don't know. Well, if the information can be could be accessed through a terminal, maybe following them to this computer realm might be a, a good place to start. Well, considering that they use the word realm, could be somewhere outside of here. Mm. You know, maybe they're just transient. You know, they're just passing through. So why don't we follow them just while looking around? Because then if we see a terminal that seems like it's public use or you know, something else that's a tech city would have, then we can go use that. Yeah, I'd say that's clear. That's, that's a clear avenue right now until we will end up likely in Uptown. Sure. Well, the three of us that can't go to Uptown. Well, it, that never stopped us before. Oh, For yeah. instance, here. All right, computer, computer area it is. Yep. All right, so as you start following, you see from a, a window up above, you see lightning shooting everywhere kind of thing as you just flashes and things like that as you see things called future labs new horizons things like that could i get a perception alertness check as well so you all hear from the ones you are following you hear one trying to whisper 
It's very hard to hear, but you were able to catch it through the drone of the city itself. So once we've hacked into the system from this side, what? What do we do next, Commander? Well, isn't it obvious? We just take it to the Horizon Realm. We'll let the Inner Circle deal with it. It is at this moment, Roy, you, trying to listen in, just as you smack into someone and you both fall, as everyone kind of like looks, as it's kind of a faux pas almost, as the three turn around and go, looks like interdimensional beings are as clumsy as us. As you see a young woman, she's she gets up and she starts patting herself off. As you notice the cool electric blue fingernails, as well as what appears to be an earpiece that connects into the skin proper. Oh, uh, I'm so sorry. I'm, I I wasn't paying attention. No, the apology is all mine. My head must have been elsewhere. <laughs> I guess so. I'd look. Lauren, Lauren, nice to meet you. As she collects herself and you see kind of like this smooth sort of charisma return to her. One of the machine. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I assumed you were ephemera. My deed name is Soundwave. A Fostern Galliard of the Glasswalkers. Well, it's good to meet you. You too. As she looks around and sees the rest of you, is this your pack? No, I'm actually traveling alone, but with these guys. Alone, but with others. All right. Blood of the machine. Anyway, sorry to bump into you. I, I was trying to uh, do some things around town. Uh, I, we have a data bank here in this realm that I've been trying to access, but uh, I only have access to the lower levels, being a foster and everything. Makes sense. Well, what are you trying to, to find out? Oh, there's a great design for a nanobot. It's actually usable with jam technology. So the nanobot goes in and actually performs healing actions on your opponent. And during mid uh, biofeedback and bio reconstruction, you use jam technology and the nanites stop causing the enemy's heart to seize potentially. It's a great tool to bring down CEOs of things like or middle management and upper uh, investors for things like Endron and Magadon. Uh, we've tried it on a few cases, but it looks like they have other things to fight it off in Magadon, and so I wanted to study it and see if I could do an improvement upon the design and then try and use it with other gifts or try and use CyberSense through it. Maybe we could use that to connect to the nanobots and try and do more pre precision surgery, especially with like our kin. That way you possess the machines, see through them, and then you can give direct commands through a communication interface. Mark will just stand there and shake his head, cross his arms, put his put his fingers on his chin as, as such, and look like he knows what's being talked about. Alright, she's gonna roll uh, perception empathy to to see if she knows that notices that you are real fucking lost. <laughs> As she goes, oh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm talking over you. It's a, you're a city farmer, aren't you? I understand that you as our cousin, you, you, our fellow tribe mates, some of you are more interested in growing green things in the city and trying to blend the things while we're trying to be more literal in the blending. Uh, well, I, I, I appreciate you noticing it's just well i'm certainly here to expand my own horizons of course the cyber realm is open to all glass walkers 
course. You're all, we're all fellow tribesmen, right? Well, not all of us are Glasswalker here. We have some guests here that are also expanding their horizons. But I'm sure they're as welcome here as any other Garu. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Um, I've, you've already heard, um, Lauren Soundwave. Core two hearts. Kyle, guards the low of the children of Gaia. Dimitri, howls in memory, uh, of the Bonars. A Bonar outside of Old Town, wow. It's nice to meet all of you. And, I'm sorry, uh, Spider Tender. Oh, it's pleasant to meet you, Spider Tender. So have you told, so, what brings you all to the Cyber Realm, then? We are also looking for some information. Oh, okay. Uh, well, we could go to Uptown. I know that the Cyber Dogs have a lower office there under the patron of one of the Spider Lords. Well, some of us would be able to go with you. Others wouldn't be able to. Oh, sure, no. No, I'm well aware of the, the laws concerning the entering of Uptown. But gladly, because... We're here for the information, all of us, but only some of us have access. We could go with you while our friends hang back. If that's a possibility, I'm sure they could occupy themselves. Sure, that wouldn't put us out too much. As you kind of split up, the last thing you guys notice is the three from before. One of them goes, all right, get the dimension shifter ready. As you see them take it and plug it into a nearby computer terminal that's in the streets, as they start doing it and you see them Star Trek phase with their item out of this realm before you get to the another elevator and you see a large spider spirit. The spirit is well over a story tall with spikes lining the legs that seem to be able to launch as missiles as it gives a large growl and all eight eyes turn down and a large central eye opens up over you four as you hold up your passes. Scan. Scan complete. Welcome last walkers. As you see the door open. We'll walk through. As you walk through and you start going up. Kyle, Cora, as they're leaving, you see someone, you see one of the ephemera watching them with a strange bit of suspicion as they go up. Where are they and what do they look like? They are just around the corner. They're kind of turning and looking. Their eyes kind of squinting. They are a young woman in business uh, in a, a full suit with skirt as she looks and you see kind of the look on her face like she knows something. Kyle, she looks familiar to you. Your eidetic memory coming into play. The last time you saw her, you had left the train from the server, and you saw her body dissolve into a swarm of spiders. Alright, I mean, we don't have anything else to do, so I'll walk over to her. And she looks, and she looks surprised, and she looks at you and goes, You look familiar. I was thinking the same thing. I think we've, I've seen you maybe on a train. Yes, as she, you see her face, it's very cold, almost distant. As she looks at you and looks over at Cora. Coming here and trying to do what they're doing is very foolish. I was curious as to seeing why. I have the crime reports from the last time you were here. 
unauthorized access forged ID cards. I knew it was you. Well, my ID card is perfectly legitimate. I would have assumed then that your friends who just left their IDs would have been perfectly legitimate as well. Because if they got had with you last time, that means that they're not cockroaches children, are they? Just because we've done unsanctioned activity once doesn't mean that everyone we travel with is doing unsanctioned activity. And she puts up her hands <laughs> and just goes, very well, just trying to help. We came in from a glasswalker sept. So, yes, we know glasswalkers. <laughs> I see. Well, hopefully things go well. I'll be interested to seeing how that shakes out. Um... And if you need a little help getting out, well, a little blood goes a long way. Well, I will certainly keep that in mind. Good. Uh, just come back here. I have eyes everywhere. As you see her body dissolve into a human mass of black widows before they crawl into the building and the electric, electric lines. All right. I'll put her name down in my notes as Horrible Spider Lady. Wait till you see your other forms. <laughs> okay so as you guys start going up the elevator the rest of you it begins going up and the doors open as it is once again opened by several of the machine gun wielding spirits as they scan your id cards as one looks at you zeb leads of steel when you have a moment soft would like to speak with you thank you as you see the look on Soundwave's face as she looks at you up and down as you step out and she goes, you're the Elder Leeds as Steel. Would anyone guess? Not from your descriptions in the stories, no. Well, you see kind of a con conflicted look upon her face as she goes, I, I hope all the stories I heard were wrong then. I know stability of the Valence shell is not a spirit to be trifled with. Once you guys step out, though, and you notice, this place is completely alien compared to downtown. The towers go up and they expand in a thousand, four, or five dimensional shapes as they shift and move as you see pocket dimensions playing within it with large, Massive spider spirits with web ephemeral webs shooting out of them, collecting information as electricity is launched into the building itself. Some threads shooting off into the sky, which is made of pure static, as every light here is unnatural. These roadways are crafted of spider silk and yet still have the same look to floating pavement with neon lights moving along them to illuminate the proper direction path etc as m there are almost no human looking spirits here and the few that are here seem to be the servants of massive alien looking spider spirits some crafted of alien geometry that sh phase in and out of existence as they travel through the fourth dimensional hyperspace as their body hits the correct moment in time as they form oval like shapes before becoming half circles semicircles and then back to triangles as they move through the streets clicking away and you hear in the back of your mind almost a kind of hum a distant hum that seems to connect you to every single thread you see feel every single thread buzzing ever so slightly in perfect tune 
to the point where your bodies feel wrong and all shape-shifting rolls have increased by two difficulty and will cost two rage to shapeshift due to this strong calcification of Uptown and the unchanging nature of the Weaver. Soundwave, help young spider tender here and I'll put my hand like on, on his shoulder. Show him information that he can find about our sept of the Steel Mountain. He's never been here before and he's never looked. Two Foshin working together warms my heart. She Mark. looks you over and she goes, she's still clearly a bit suspicious but she nods slightly and looks at Mark. Mark's gonna just kind of be looking around a little bit like, whoa, what am I looking at? As you're doing that, Zeb, you hear in the back of your mind, oh, she's gonna stab you in the back. Just push her off the, the walkway right now. We need the information first. There'll be a lot more than her going over the side if it comes to it. So you start moving through as she goes, okay, it's this way. As you see this massive spider with like human-like hands crafted of crystalline grabbing away and holding things as you see it touching threads of spider silk and the spider silk shifts through and you feel it through the ground itself as everything is once again connected as it shoots off information into the static sky above before you enter the building and you see a massive spider-like creature in what almost looks like a suit. As it looks down, its hair slicked back, its eight eyes turning down towards you. As you see the mandible shift over and the mosh starts to turn statically. Looks like pure static on the creature's face before changing to human lips and teeth as it goes. Ah, fellow glasswalkers. Hmm. As you see its eyes moving through. I'm sorry. As it looks over at Zeb, Mark, and Roy. Could you please step out of line? I have some questions for you. Go ahead and step out of line. Thank you. As you see his chest open and stairway rolls down, as you see 10 smaller versions of him start stepping out, as you see them holding guns, and they're in like fatigues with flak jackets on as they surround you. The stairway goes up, closes on the chest, the hands of the giant spider interlock before you see the twisted smile shift up and go ear to ear as the mandibles shift and almost look like a horrifying mustache of spider flesh and flecks of hair with dripping venom. I'm sure there is a simple explanation for this, and I can see where the confusion continued. Given that many of the other spiders simply check an ID's code, but gentlemen, your current appearance do not match the pictures of your cards. Unfortunately for you, as you see the eyes turn down and you see them go from a cool electric blue to human eyes, eight human spider-like eyes going, I have eyes. We are provided these to find out information on behalf of the Glasswalkers because no one else could be trusted. So now we're here to find it. We intend no destruction, we intend no harm to this realm, only to find the information to leave. All the guns cock and start pointing at you, the spirit's still smiling. Gentlemen, that may be well true, but 
given the current track record of deceit, you must understand that this is difficult for me to believe. So, what are the glass walkers exactly trying to get you to investigate? Let's start there, shall we? They're looking to see if some of their members have fallen to the Black Spiral Dancers. Oh, and you think that these glass walkers, or former glass walkers, were stupid enough to put it here? Yes. As it leans over and the whole room seems to zoom towards the head as the whole ground shifts and gets right up there. Its head is about as tall as Zeb and Mark sitting on each other's shoulders in Krinos form. As he goes, Oh dear Garu, you're going to have to do so much more to convince me. Ah, but oh, you're quite full. You're bursting, aren't you? As he leans back and you guys stretch back to the floor level with the ten copies still around. I can be persuaded to look the other way. Commerce here is good. While this gig pays well, a little extra on the side to help me with my living arrangements would not be out of the question. You three are plump and nearly bursting with juice. And it would be taken anyway if I hit this alarm right here. As you see his fingers crack back and crawl up his arm as you see several buttons along his arm. All your juice would be drained and you'd end up in the pits. I am proposing a compromise. You give me all your juice and I won't turn you in. And you won't end up in the pits. Well, gentlemen, considering the circumstances and the offer- You can have half. Oh, bartering! Yes. Oh my goodness, I, I thought you little flesh bags were no fun at all, given that the state of the other tribes. Oh goodness, I smell the wild upon that one. As he points at Roy. Hmm, but maybe more of his totem than anything. I will take three quarters. Eel. Good. I will not hit the alarms while you are within the building. Thank you. You see five of the soldiers, or I'm sorry, six of the soldiers surround you. Ooh, two on each. As one puts his hands on your shoulder, he flips up and does a handstand on each. Each one has a, does a handstand on you. As their body, their hands and fingers turn into needles as they puncture your body as their lower body turns into a tube and the other one turns into another connecting tube as they click into the mouth of the creature as you feel your gnosis drained away as you see this ele neon electric green fluid drain from your bodies going up the clear tube bodies of the spider copies into the mouth of the large one before they finally disconnect and march back into his body and goes you have access good luck Alright, question. What's Soundwave's response? What's her reaction right now? What the fuck? <laughs> no, she's like, you're trying to find Black Spiral dancers within the Glasswalkers. We're trying to find Fallen within a specific sept, and it'd be real helpful if you'd help us out right now, because this isn't necessarily our game. Fine. I want to clear the name of any of my tribe mates. Excellent. If I can, if I can handle help. Help it. Come on, this way. Do you know anything else about them? Uh, camp. Auspices. We know their this names in their camp. They're drone master and cuts through code of the cyber dogs. There's additional information I think Roy here can get for you. 
very well as she starts going through clicking buttons and moving images on the screen. Kyle, Cora, you're just hanging out, sitting on a bench. It's actually, you know, even though there's the bustle of the city, it's almost peaceful because of how orderly it is. No one's bumping into each other. It's exactly like how you'd see self-driving cars when they show that people slow down naturally as people zip in and out between each other in perfect harmony. Before you notice something that puts you off, you hear a familiar voice. <sighs> Damn void engineers. It's no need to worry about it. They, they always forget. Yeah, I just, you know, I'm trying to get the DNA samples from these guys, from these intergalactic beings for my work. And it's just a pain in my ass. The voice sounds way too familiar before you see three people in lab coats walking through as you see them having several uh, chemicals and what appear to be almost cyber fetishes. The one who seems to be in the back answering to the other members is a face you've seen before. And it's a face that has escaped you before. Dr. Appleton is walking in the Umbra. Is that allowed? I <laughs> I don't know how it's allowed. <laughs> I was just about to... I was, she can't be doing that! What the... <laughs> This fucking bitch. <laughs> and also a little bit of, I knew it! <laughs> As you hear one go, what do you th think, Von Beck? She, uh, you think her theory proves true about some of the reality deviants? As she goes, it's the only explanation for the only major escape from the DNA facility when I worked there. These, those who suffer from the genetic mutation, the genetic mutation is because they because their genome is tied with a different dimension. They can shift dimensions. It makes perfect sense. Uh, I feel like we should kill this person. I feel like we should kill this person. <laughs> but Cora, you hear in the back of your mind, rip her to shreds, destroy her, shift into Krinos, bring her skull to Mark, let him piss on the ashes. Are there like, I'm sure the answer is no, but are there, like, alleyways that aren't full of people? Like, there's- no, it's pretty well lit all the way around. Think of, like, the most immaculate futuristic city you can yeah. think of, yeah. Okay, I had a feeling. Appleton's face turns, and you see her look at Cora, and her eyes widen. Cora just stand up, like... As you see her pull out something, and they- she goes, REALITY DEVIANT! as they all seem to inject themselves with something. What is fighting here? Is huh? it generally don't? Are the rules of fighting here just don't do it? You, you'll have to find out. Cool, cool, cool. All right, Kyle, let's let's find out what the rules of fighting are. Uh, what? <laughs> uh, uh, dazzle. <laughs> One of them. Well, gotta do initiative. That's fair. <laughs> with that, Kyle, what are you going to do this round? So this doesn't count as us initiating this combat, right? Just to be clear. Like, we I mean, were just really, sitting here. I mean, it's really <laughs> unclear. Korra went, took too long. Time to fight. <laughs> it's like, that was explicitly said. <laughs> I just said oh, they I noticed you. Sense. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of both sides initiated it. Okay. 
Alright, fine. I won't use Parabellum then. Uh, but I will just... Yeah, I guess I'll just use... Dazzle. If it's a... Pardon? Dazzle! Well, yes, <sighs> but my my question is... I, I actually haven't used it in combat yet. Um, it's not a Gnosis gift, but it's also not a Rage gift. So okay. can I still spend Rage to use it as well? Yes. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Okay. Yes. Then I would like to spend, I guess, two Rage. One to use Dazzle on Van something. No, I shouldn't. Mm. Am I allowed to use player knowledge in that he had more to his plus initiative? <laughs> you know he's going first. Okay, then yeah, I'm gonna I will dazzle him for that particular reason. Okay. Um and then uh I will dodge and I will shift into Grinos. Okay. So to rage. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Alright, Dimitri, what do you plan on doing? I'm I'm guessing they're across the street. Yeah, they're or... they're they're relatively close. Like they're within striking distance essentially. Okay, okay. Well, striking distance this round, like, you'd have to move to attack him, but... Mm -hmm. Okay, um... I, I guess I'll I'll spend a rage to sh shift into Krynos and, I guess, attack the other doctor, since Dimitri doesn't know who these people are. Alright. Appleton is going to load a strange gun and use calcification to silver procedure. A special protocol that she had prepared given her extensive knowledge of lycanthropy. And she will spend a willpower point to get an automatic success, and she'll spend she'll spend three quintessence to drop it from seven to four. And then she'll also obviously fire the gun. Which every one of these mages gets two actions because of the strange serum they took. It also boosted their initiative. Did you say mages? Yes. At turning bones to silver things gonna be a real bad time. Yeah, it is. Gonna be a real bad time. Oh, and uh, all right, four. my turn. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna spend three rage, turn into Krynos. Uh, so that's my first one, and then I'm going to activate redirect pain. Okay. Which is manipulation primal urge. Okay. Oh, wait, no, no, no. No, no, sorry. We were going to redirect pain next time. We were going to shift into Krynos two claw attacks against um, Appleton and Dodge. Okay. Sounds good. All right. The other doctor is going to use what is known as Force Barrier. They're going to throw out a little device right in Korra's path, it will create a force barrier that will require a strength roll, diff nine, and four successes to get through to even get to Appleton and the rest of the group, as it is a pre-entered procedure. They will also, huh? A strength roll? Yeah, diff nine. Diff nine, okay. And finally, Von Beck seeing Kyle is going to use their hypnotic adjustment machine to force him to use Dazzle on Korra. He is going to roll Erit, and he is going to spend three quintessence to drop it to diff three and spend a willpower for an automatic success. We're only human, at least. 
He succeeded. Kyle, your action change, you will be using Dazzle on Korra. Am I doing any of the other stuff still? Up. You will still shift into Krynos. But I, I won't die. And dodge. And you'll still okay. dodge. He's That's why it was so easy. He's redirecting one action. Okay. And so you see him go, yeah, and he pulls out like a men in black flash stick and goes, attack it or use your power on that one. And that's what happens there. All right. Other doctor is throwing down their barrier. As it turns on, Cora, you have to do your strength check first. You'll have to uh, spend a point of willpower to change one of your actions to break through that because it is a new action to break through the strength barrier. Okay, I will do the claw. So you remove a claw. Diff nine. You hit the wall and you try and push, 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 and then it bounces you back. <laughs> Appleton is firing her gun. So she shoots. She's rolling Erit. Cora, you feel something wrong in your body after the needle hits you. It expands through. Your claws are now silver, as are your teeth. Yay. And everything. As you take three points of aggravated damage, you will take three points of aggravated damage every turn until you turn to Hamid form. Okay. As the barrier goes back up, Dimitri, you'll have to use one of your actions or spend a point of willpower to add an action to get through the barrier. Okay, I will. I will use a point of willpower then to okay. get through the to add on to the action. So that's okay. A... Spend a point of willpower and then roll willpower to eight. No, oh. so you just hit the barrier. Just yeah, boom. Kyle. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll dazzle Cora. <laughs> uh, what is your willpower, Cora? Six. I'm sorry. <laughs> As things go on, Von Beck goes, Do we, as you hear like alarms going off throughout the city as people are running and screaming full delirium as Von Beck goes, do we really want to do this here or do we want to talk? I'm dazzled. <laughs> no, I'm dazzled. <laughs> what technique? You're, pro you're not dazzled anymore because you took damage from the silver, so you're under attack. So like you, hey. you're undazzled, but yeah. <laughs> but but that'll be another three ag because you're still in Krynos. <laughs> Yeah. I suppose we could talk. Good. As you see spider spirits starting to swarm, he's going to spend five quintessence and one willpower. And Kyle's going to turn Hamid. To pull out like a little clock device that he presses the button on that he, he goes, st stole this from an etherite. I don't know what that means. As he hits the button, and you see everyone going backwards as the alarms stop, as he goes, you best take your human forms, otherwise this is going to be a wasted effort. Yeah, Kyle will uh, shift to Hamid. Dimitri will, also, Dimitri will also shift to Hamid. And Korra. Korra, as you land, your teeth are still silver in Hamid form, and you're kind of shaking. You see Von Beck now. We're typically in the business of keeping reality deviants such as yourself under control. However, as the thing stops and everything starts, everyone starts moving forward like nothing happened, the device that was there is gone, like it was never thrown. But 
We also believe in making sure that we keep the lives of these interdimensional beings peaceful and the rules of our reality don't necessarily relate to theirs. Appleton, I understand that you have some sort of connection with these things, but that's not what's important right now. We need to keep gathering information. The Void Engineers will pick us up in just a few moments. And then we can go to Horizon and you can continue your research on, what did you say? LGS sufferers, sir. Yes, LGS sufferers, like, I assume these three. She nods. <sighs> Don't worry, the calcification will reverse in a few moments. It, it varies, but Appleton is new and so her concoction is not as strong as some of ours. As he smiles, it's a not, it's a warm smile. Like, it's a genuine smile. We too are here for information. Did that information involve us? No, it didn't. Then I see this as a large misunderstanding and, well, you know, I suppose the inner circle would be a little upset with me if I refer to it as such, but perhaps a mingling of fate. Perhaps, but I feel I should be a little clear to you, Dr. Appleton. You should leave our people alone. It won't work out well for you, and I am not threatening you from me. She looks at you and goes, My mission, now as it was before, is to protect humanity, and that includes people who suffer from your condition. It also includes other things, like those who, such as other reality deviants, like the traditions or vampires, and even even the other interdimensional beings, the ones who claim to be, the ones who have, who created the fairy legends of old. The progenitors and the void engineers are embarking on a joint effort to make sure that you interdimensional adjacent creatures no longer harm humanity. As long as you don't harm humanity, there will be no problems from me. But, well, she looks over at Korra, some of you have real problems and real trouble not resorting I, to violence. I told you before, it is not suffering. Well, I suppose you should tell that to everyone else you know. We have records that LGS recessive carriers have been going missing throughout Colorado. We assumed it was because of you. Not you specifically, of course. There are two reasons for that that I know of. One is vampires. One that we are taking care of at this moment as well. Which we appreciate, since they are our enemies as well. The other, though, some are just leaving and going to other areas. Politics. She shrugs. Guess so. Either way, we'll I'm see. I'm sure all I won't... of you, whatever you are, don't get along all the time. We're just scientists. Of course scientists don't always get along. We're on the cutting edge, Kyle. Things that the public aren't ready to know yet such as interdimensional travel such as this i was just gonna laugh uh okay i uh i find it difficult to believe though that you can see all of this come to somewhere like this and believe the things that you do i understand that it's human nature you are still human as i have said countless times cora but to to aggrandize things that we don't understand but my colleagues at the Technocracy have done a very good job of cataloging these additional dimensions, and, well, we've expanded our understanding. But, as you see, the three who entered the computer phase out, 
Everything all right here? Everything's fine, Von Beck says. Either way, uh, I got your name Cora, but we must go. Very important things, and nothing really to share with reality deviants such as yourselves. You understand. I don't mean to be rude. Rudeness has never been something I particularly enjoy. But secrets are secrets, and classification being cl classified information is classified information. I will just shake his head. Cora's got and nothing. Sigh. It just grumbles. <laughs> Dimitri is completely out of his league because he doesn't know who these people are. <laughs> <laughs> As they start walking away, and uh, Appleton goes, and Cora, if you ever want another session with me, you know, seek me out. I would be glad to help walk you through your dysfunctions. Perhaps we can get more to the root of the root cause of why you seek violence before anything else. Any other session that we have will end with your head on a platter. See, that's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> As you hear the spirit in the back of your mind, Good. Why make promises? This silver thing will wear out soon. You can redirect the pain at her. You can take them. Violence is the only solution for creatures like her. Violence is the only solution when people like her have tortured my packmates. Anyway, goodbye to all of you. I hope that you seek help for your condition, as I stated before. My only desire is for you to return to normal, productive lives. I promise our lives are plenty productive. As you see the other doctor going, let's go, Appleton. There's no need to upset them. We all know that they have short fuses. As they step through and they vanish with the other three, Cora's mighty angry. Dimitri's gonna speak up as he looks over to Cora and Kyle and says, What what was that back there? I I don't know who those people were. That was the bitch who tortured Mark for who knows how long and held me captive and these sessions where she said that what we have is a, d a disability and a, a disease. Cora just trails off because she's the words just won't form. <laughs> she's made. It's okay that we couldn't kill her today. I know it might not feel like it, but we got another name, and now we know why why those glasswalkers didn't come back. It's good information for Steel Mountain. You heard the name Cora. Technocracy. Raise an army. War. War. Blood. Rain it down. Namers can't be trusted. Namers are weaver spawn who would choke the world. I hope the others come back soon, because I I feel more uneasy about this place the longer we stay here. Meanwhile, up in the city, Soundwave is digging through things. Here you go. Here are the passcodes to at least a couple of their terminals. Um, it looks like the rest are encrypted, personal encryption. This is some basic info. Maybe some plan names, things like that, but I'm betting there's additional encryption, which means there's additional spirit guardians for each of these plans. I'm going to hold up that, like, the, the ID card that I have. Does this make a difference in what you can find? Uh, she goes through. Just, yes. It, or, no, it makes no difference. This is all personal, personal encryption. And <laughs> Drone Master is a greater technical master than I. I mean... 
Hell, she's only... She's just below the founder, for Christ's sake. What do you think, Zeb? Is this something we could work with? We have some basic files. It's better than nothing, and maybe we find another name. Well, it's a key to the door, definitely. Uh, Guides the Fallen is going to turn the sound wave and <clears throat> and say, and give her her thanks and say, his thanks, and say, we're trying to clear these names and help protect the nation, and you've helped us do that today. Yeah, do you need... I know the network. I've, I've, I've run across both the macro and the micro levels of the network. Do you guys need any help or? Most definitely. We are definitely out of our element. And I'm sure formal greetings and formal exchange of names can happen on the way there. Sure. Yeah. As you guys start to leave and you see the big spider spirit going, Uh, uh, uh. We have a few more words to exchange. You got your information, I hope? We did. Good, good. I would like the remaining quarter of your juice now, please. Or the second you go out the door, my agreement not to raise the alarms while you were in this building is something I'm no longer held to. You should have checked the fine print, I'm afraid. Spirit, you asked for the remaining quarter of our nose of our juice. Do you not do you not mean the rem- quarter the remaining sorry. A quarter of the remaining juice. Alright, roll Manipulation Subterfuge, Diff 9, as he is a super sharp spirit. Jaggling border, bordering on Incarna level. Yeah! Ha <laughs> ha! So Nice. Nice roll. Six, a quarter of six. For that is the Gnosis that remains. Two points of Gnosis. Two... Units of juice. As you see its arm elongate, as you see the crystalline human hand click away, inside it looks almost like spiders or ants running through the veins within the crystalline body. Not wanting to be intruded on again, Mark's just gonna give his gnosis in the form of a vial with liquid in it. As you see, like, a crystal spike shoot out, hit the gnosis, and drain it as you see it turn into the same blue electric energy yeah i'll give one up too as a vial as you step (laughs) out and you see the helicopters in the shape of giant metal dragonflies shooting across the sky above you flying cars once again spirits running across electrical spider silk across buildings as Soundwave goes all right let's go to the elevator i guess mark's gonna rub his temples and go this place is just it is the weird. absolute worst. This it is the absolute oh worst my place. Soundwave, you can do better. I'm telling you. There's a great people that have been affected by a diaspora. We wander the world, but it's not so bad. You just never go home. And she just looks around. I always find it funny. It's like, don't you like looking at the patterns every now and then? Like, no. Are, <clears throat> no. No. There are plenty of patterns in nature as well. I'm not you disagreeing. You can find plenty of that stuff. But nature's, nature's dying. That's why the cyber dogs exist. To combine nature and machine so that they can live in harmony. And to cure the weaver of her madness since she stopped the worm from destroying the world. Are you one of the cyber dogs? I am. Ah. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you. I'm known as Mark in the Hamid, but guides the fallen amongst the nation. I'm a child of Gaia Third, so this explains my un easiness here 
Ah, uh, she's walking. So, but yeah, this place is in some ways key. If we can undo the madness of this place to some degree, we've fixed the Weaver. The Weaver is the savior of Gaia in a lot of ways as you get into the elevator and closes. And she paid a terrible price. She paid for it with her sanity. The worm decided that all existence had to go and the weaver, using her calcification, trapped the worm. And through the worm's madness, raging through the pattern web, it caused her to go mad and that's why she endlessly weaves. But because she is tied to everything and there are thousands of strands, if humanity simply became part part of the technology and were able to bring technology and nature into perfect harmony and being there would be more of us and thus we would soothe and cure the weaver of madness that's why we work so hard on our cybernetics would it also not just be play out in the exact opposite way where if we align ourselves with the weaver the madness would take hold of us we are more we are all three of the triad in one everyone knows that Garu are Worm, Weaver, and Wild as one. That's why we balance so many things. It's that completion, that that perfect stand and foundation. We bring in technology to attach to our Weaver side and use the Wild and original Worm side to purify it. That purification then moves along the one song and we change the one song to be more in harmony. You hear this one song? There are gifts to hear it, but I don't hear it normally. I'm no drone. That answers that question, then. Mm -hmm. As you get to the bottom of the elevator, you see Cora. She looks incredibly sickly. You see the look of frustration on Kyle and the sheer bewilderment of Dimitri. It's like he lost Veronica in a crowd all over again. No, a third is supposed to be a spiritual guide for a pack, but I wasn't that—I wasn't gone that long, guys. What, what's up, Appleton? What? Roll rage. Getting it. Diff, diff five, please. Woo! Luckily, I had that right performed. Temp uh, or permanent, whichever's higher. Gain a point of temp. Oh, so the okay. So if I gain a point of temp, that does that. Then all right. I'll prep dazzle. <laughs> you'll razzle. You'll razzle my dazzle. <laughs> You did not frenzy, so... Okay, cool. Appleton. You said Appleton. Yes. Why? She was here. Soundwave Soundwave turns to Zev and goes, Do they always just ignore introductions like this? Yes. Yes, they do. Well, I mean... We'll explain more later. Oh, man, way to drop a bomb and just leave me... Fine. So are they names actually the names they gave me? You hear Soundwave say? They are. Soundwave here is going to help us find information to clear the possibility of those cyber dogs being fallen. She is also of the cyber dog camp. I see. She was able to access some passcodes for us to determine if they're fallen or not. And hopefully we can make sure that these fine guru are protected. We were going to go find a terminal to do that. And then we can get the hell out of here. Is that a place we'll be able to go? Yeah, as she pulls pulls out a bag and she pulls out a laptop. Spiritually awakened, it's the fastest way to get into the uh, computer space. We'll go into the macro realm and then we'll try and find 
uh, Drone Master's particular node. I have Thank no you. idea what you just said, but okay. That sounds simple and straightforward enough. It can be, as she looks at Kor. <sighs> Country Garu. You hear, in the back gonna... of your head, you hear in the back of your head, she doesn't respect you. Rip her throat out. Challenge her to a fight, just as you always have. If you let her get away with this, she'll just be another Roy. Cora understands that right now she is too weak to be challenging anyone. That she six is, ag is pretty painful. She's not feeling good. <laughs> real, real bad. So Although, she's uh, going to kind of ignore that as much as she can. Although I appreciate everything you're doing for us, try not to upset the Adrian. Oh, sorry. Country Go- Crunchy Garu Rhea. <laughs> That's much better. Right That's so good. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. <laughs> so as she walks over to the terminal, she plugs in her computer and she types in, All right. As she hits it, you guys feel yourself pulled into the computer screens, moving along the information highway. What info will our heroes find? Gaia only knows. Until next time. Thank you to everyone who listened. We will catch you in that next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye. Goodbye.